It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Quickly to Wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Dagger! Here comes Pierce with five seconds left. Pierce with three. Pierce with two. Pierce fall away at the horn. It's Porter can't find anybody. Gives it to Wall. Porter gets Bradley for three. Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. I'm your host, Becca Winker, also known as at BeccaMVP on Twitter, here with my co-host at T-O-Q-M underscore, and we have a special guest tonight, Trey at Mr. Real Perfect. How are you tonight, Trey? Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm good. Thank you for having me. And how are you today, Quentin? I'm always great. Always a great day to talk about the Wizards. Always a great day to talk about the Wizards. Um, so this is, episode is based on a couple things. But the first thing I would like to talk about is what is going on with Dwight Howard. He has been out for the past couple weeks. They have stated that he's unable to play due to a sore back from traveling. But it appears to be more serious as Howard was flown back to D.C. last night before the game to receive a pain-relieving injection and he won't be at the game tomorrow in Detroit and he's questionable for the home opener. So what what is going on? Like, what what is happening? So... Um, Scott Brooks already said that if he doesn't see any preseason play, it's pretty fair to say that he will not play in the season opener. And obviously right now it looks like well, we have two games remaining. I don't see it happening. Um, and now we're seeing more reports that it was more serious, like he had to get the injection. He flew with the team to New York to be there, as he's been to all the games. But they had to. it was so serious that they had to fly him back to D.C. to see a specialist. So it's kind of scary. He kept putting it off as nothing major. Scott Brooks put it off as nothing major. Um, but it's also, I think it's something in his butt. 
they said it's a muscle in his butt so it's called the I don't want to butcher this but it's like the piriformis it's a piriformis injury which is a muscle in the buttocks so um they said he's gonna still receive treatment but it's just it's just a terrible thing to to fathom seeing as though like he's the one of the major keys to why this team thinks they can be successful especially early in the season they have some tough games starting off Trey, what are your thoughts on Dwight Howard being injured with the season just around the corner? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I've i heard the same thing as you guys have. I mean, he hurt his back, or and then his buttocks, apparently. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but uh, sources have told me that it's apparently this was going to happen eventually. Like, what we were being told in September, October, was very optimistic that he would come back in a couple of weeks. Um, and now that we're seeing this, you know, pain injection happening in D.C., this is what was supposed to happen. Apparently, we weren't supposed to see Dwight in the preseason. And Scott Brooks had said it would have been very hard to see him in the preseason and probably the season over in Miami. And so, I mean, I didn't want to say I saw this coming, but I think I think we all kind of did. But, you know, who knows? And, Quentin, how do you think that will affect us? Although, Jan Mahimi has been playing really well. I mean, That's what I was saying. Like, it, I guess it couldn't come at a better time, quote-unquote. I mean, this is the preseason, but Jan Mahimi was plus 21 last night on the court. He had another three. He's two for three from three-point range in the preseason. He looks really good. He's moving his feet better. He looks healthy. So, I mean, if he can be a serviceable uh, five-man, at least for maybe, who knows, four to five games, uh, you know, they got a big matchup with Golden State, I think, three games into the season. So, I mean, if Jan could do his thing and just be serviceable, as long as he's not as bad as he was last season, I think the Wizards can pull out a few games. But, I mean, does any of do any of us think Jan Mahimi was better than Martian Gortat? So, it's kind of hard to gauge um, how Jan can perform, especially in the regular season with extended minutes in this uh, starting lineup. I think it's tough. I mean... Jan obviously has improved greatly over the summer, but I don't think he's ready to start by any means full-time. And like you said, we have a West Coast road trip, first thing. And I I believe it's five games out West, and it's going to be really tough to kind of not have Superman playing with us. Um, I'm hoping, you know, like Trey said, you know, I kind of expected this after a couple weeks. I was kind of like, okay, well... Um, obviously there's something more serious, you know, it's not just sore, soreness from traveling. Cause I mean, that should take like what, a couple days or so. And yeah. it, it's just, it's really concerning to hear that now he's got issues in his butt and not just his back, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to see him playing in the game sometime soon. Yeah. I mean, they start the season with Miami, then Toronto, then Portland, Golden State, Sacramento, L.A., Memphis, OKC. So, I mean, there's some games in there that you think, well, the Stars should be able to get it done, but some other matchups in there where you're like, well, you would hope to have your, you know, your big five. But it's good that it comes early in the season and not after All-Star break when things are in fruition and then all of a sudden Dwight goes down. So whatever he's going through right now, I'm pretty sure Brooks and the staff want him to take his time, come back full strength and as healthy as possible so that they can make a run later on in the season with him as a key role. Trey, you're a huge Wizards fan. What was your initial reaction when we got Dwight Howard? Initially, I just thought, thank God 
Gortat or Mahimi is not walking up at center next season. Because Marcin was, although he was the king of, uh, what was it, screen points? Uh, nothing else, really. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, Gortat was just, look, I mean, he wasn't, he was serviceable during his five seasons, and that That's is what I said. But, there are hey. certain things that the new big man has to do in today's league that Gortat can't do, which is shoot threes, defend the rim. Can't do any of that. Well, can Gortat Mahimi, shoot threes? I, I mean, have you seen him try to shoot a three? I, um, I I've saw him make one when we were playing the Miami Heat, and it went straight in the basket, okay? So I'm not saying he's consistent at threes, but I've seen him shoot a three, and... <laughs> I'm we uh Trey we joke about Gortat because how we got started with this podcast was because um Quentin got very upset with me on Twitter because I kind of thanked Gortat for his you know work here in DC and he did not like that very well nah it's cool he averaged eight and seven last season so those are his time to go ahead and wrap it up and go to LA I mean, at some point, you gotta wish a player well, right? They're yeah. on your team. I mean, they're not just somebody. Thank yeah, but you. See, my 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 transgression with Gortat had stemmed from his performance in the postseason, like the season before that, when he I think he had a game where he was the biggest man on the court against Boston. He only had like one rebound or something crazy. He only had like one point or one rebound, and after that situation, it was pretty much downhill. So I thought they were gonna get move him at least that off season. They let him stick around. He came back, and then the following season, he averaged eight and seven. So I was like, you know what? It's a little overdue. See you later, alligator. And yeah, that's how I was rocking. <laughs> well, we all knew that was coming. And yep. not to get sidetracked, the real reason we have Trey here is because we want to get his thoughts on the Jimmy Butler drama on Twitter. And we will be getting into that after we take a quick break. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everybody. Thank you once again for joining us on Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network. I'm Becca. I'm here with Quentin and our guest, Trey. And the real reason that this podcast emerged tonight, this is kind of like an emergency pod for us, because on Twitter, I had posted something saying that I was not interested in Jimmy Butler joining the Washington Wizards squad, and I was not willing to give up Otto Porter for Jimmy Butler. And the amount of backlash I received from Twitter was so unreal. 
And <laughs> and for me, it's kind of irregular because I don't get that. I don't get that a lot. I don't know why. It just doesn't happen. And I was so thrown off guard. But Trey told me he would come on the podcast. Thankfully, he would come on and explain to us what, um, like, you know, the sides and what he's thinking concerning Jimmy Butler. Is Jimmy worth trading Otto Porter for? I mean, Otto's got that big contract, but Jimmy might be gone after the next year. I mean, Trey, where do we even start with this? Okay, so I actually hypothesized this in late July when Butler first expressed discontent and wanted to play with Kyrie. I just thought of a dream situation of what he would it would take to put him in D.C. And I said it would be Otto, Ubery, and I think Keith. But now it's just going to be Otto. Um, honestly, I mean, I like the look more than other fans, it seems like, because he, although he's sort of a cancer, he got three All-Stars for a year, and then that free agency, you've got cap space just cleared up um and that's going to only help this team because they're strapped right now like 2019 free agency is just going to be they're not going to keep any one of those guys so if they can trade for butler have him for a year try to make a good run and then when he leaves there are other targets besides him so you got a little bit of cap flexibility maybe not enough for another all-star but you got something you can bring the band back together like already like to do so you are for getting Jimmy Butler. Absolutely. Okay. Well, me it's good that we have you on there on here tonight because Quentin and I, we don't it's not that we don't think it's we don't think it's the worst idea, but we just don't necessarily understand how he would fit in. Quentin, you want to like elaborate on that a little bit? Um, here's my thing. Let's 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 get the elephant out of the room here. This is the Washington Wizards we're talking about. They're not talking to Minnesota about Jimmy Butler. They're just not talking to him. They're not talking to him. So as far as we know, this is all fan-created. This is the same fan fan advocacy that we had when Kevin Durant was a free agent. The same thing the fans created when um, Paul George was available. The Wizards aren't going to do it. And this is and this is another thing. I think Scott Brooks has put so much on the plate of Otto Porter personally that I don't think Scott wants to go into a big year for him as a coach, especially with a new piece of Jimmy Butler. Even though he's 30 years old with probably like a top 15 player in the NBA, that's going to be gone in a year. He loves continuity. One thing he's always harped on is continuity and the ability of the older guys that have been here for a long time to leave this train and leave this ship. I just don't think it's going to happen for one. And then let's say you do trade Otto Porter for Jimmy Butler and and uh, Butler steps off because he can go play in L.A. with LeBron James. They have plenty of cap space. He can go play with other formidable big-time stars that have more to offer than the small D.C. market. When he want to play against, let's say he, he went to L.A. with LeBron, he's filling up stadiums every single night with the best player in the world. In D.C., Capital One Arena doesn't even sell out on a Tuesday. L.A., it's going to sell out every night. I just don't think this is the best situation for him, and I also just think the Wizards aren't going to do it. And he's, I think he's meeting with the Wizards, I mean, not the Wizards, he's meeting with the Wolves organization tomorrow to discuss the state of, you know, what they're going to do with him since the trade market has been so slow. And there's a report that came out today that, you know, they're not even pressed to move him at this point. So I just think things have slowed down since the initial, if he was going to go anywhere, it was going to be the Heat. The Wizards are not going to step in and make this trade now. Yeah, elaborating to Quint, uh, Quentin's 
Yeah, it's not happening. This is this is fantasy. But yeah. if they were to make a move and if Ernie was considering it, I'd do it. But yeah, I'm not getting my hopes up for it because I think it's either he stays or probably gets built to Miami. The only way the Wizards would come in is if this was like a Kawhi situation where he really sits out and they just have to trade him to somewhere. Right. Right. And then I'm also I don't think they're pressed to pick up the Wolves being they would have to pick up that contract of Otto Porter and that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So if they're gonna move Jimmy Butler, I doubt they're gonna wanna tie themselves up financially with a guy who's not even considered the third star on the Wizards. So it, it just doesn't seem like a move that the Timberwolves would want to make and would benefit from and that the Wizards are looking to make. I'm gonna, just be tattooed, though. I'm going to act yeah. like I'm TMZ here, okay? Let's just say we got Dwight Howard, we have John Wall, we have a couple other guys on our team that aren't known for the greatest um, locker room energy. Jimmy Butler. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Not to name names, but we're we're naming names tonight. I just I just wonder, okay, hypothetically, although we know it's probably not gonna happen, if it happens, I mean, Jimmy Butler has had problems. I, I don't know how true these issues are, but he's had problems in Chicago. He's had problems in Minnesota. I don't know how true it is, but there was some issues with uh, Carl Anthony Towns and his girlfriend or some sort of drama. I mean, I don't. I, I would just be so scared to have him just because we already have these guys with, you know, egos that are a little up there. You know what I mean? I mean, would you guys be worried about that at all? I would be. I think it's already a big leap to for this organization to add Dwight Howard. I mean, he's a he's a decent player. He had all star numbers last season and got snubbed by Al Horford because Horford plays on the Celtics. But the reason that Howard has been bouncing around from team to team is because, one, his play has not been up to par. And two, for what for how much he talks in the locker room and creates distractions, his play doesn't allow him to, you know, stay in these organizations that are trying to build. So, I mean, it was a good stretch, or it was a stretch for this team to bring in Dwight Howard. But to also add to that dynamic, right before the season, a Jimmy Butler who probably is on his way out of the door that probably doesn't really care at this point because he's going to get paid max money anyway this offseason – that's just a lot. Austin Rivers, Dwight Howard, Jimmy Butler. And John Wall. John Wall, the ringleader. And then Bradley <laughs> Bill and Austin Rivers have been like um, rivals with each other ever since high school. I mean, they probably put that aside now. But it's just, theoretically speaking, just a lot going on. And I don't know if Scott Brooks is really that coach of, you know, having his players in line. He has Markeith Morris acting out of line from media day to the first preseason game. And he's, had Mar- he's been coaching Marquis for three to four years. So he's not the coach that's going to you know, be stern on his players, obviously, and tell them to shut up or anything. So I just don't think it's the right situation, especially with what they're trying to do this season in the East. Trey, your thoughts? I mean, everything Quentin, everything Quentin says is true. Okay, I'm not going to take anything against it. It is true. However, John Wall is one of the most likable players in the NBA. He's buddies with every single all-star so I can't really see a situation where he and Butler don't get along maybe Bradley Beal doesn't get the ball and he'll get upset but I mean I mean I don't know like a lot of things yes could go wrong but if you're if you're adding Dwight you might as well add all the you might as well keep going just, might as well just put the fuel all on the fire no- all or nothing <laughs> 
yeah. I mean, he is a top 15 player. I would definitely love to see. I mean, at some point, this ball bill and the auto experience is, is going to go awry if nothing happens with this season, especially with all the contracts coming up. So it's tough because, like, like I said, the Supermax is kicking soon with Wall's contract and Auto's contract. So it's just a, it's just a mess. It's a mess. Trey, who is your player to watch this season? Yeah, um, I'd have to say Thomas Bryant. Uh, Thomas there was a lot Bryant. of things that impressed me from last night. Uh, his hustle down the floor, his ability to score and block shots. Uh, I do hope he's okay because that was a tragic injury that he suffered. Um, but if he's okay and he's ready, like expect him to get called up uh, to this roster because they've got uh, Dwight, Mahimney, and not really a third-choice center. He can make it on one of those fringe roster spots. Uh, come the beginning of the year. Oh, Becca. What? He said they don't have a third choice center. Uh-oh. What about your boy? Jason? What's, what's up with Jason? That's your boy. Oh, no. You guys can't take Jason from me. That's just, <laughs> that is not acceptable. You know, Jason did great last night. So I, I'm still, I'm still hope, hopeful that we'll keep Jason. He's like the best cheerleader off the bench. He He's like, <laughs> He's the rec league dad this team never had, never deserved, but just showed up at our door. And <laughs> Quentin's laughing at me like, oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah, I I agree with you, Trey. I think that's there's, there's truth to that for sure. Um, I just wanted to take the time to say that Trey is actually one of my Twitter besties. I know I say that about everyone, but usually whenever I post something, he's always like, he's always right there. He always gives me his insight. He always says, you know, whatever's on his mind. So Trey, like, I just want to thank you for being, you know, like my bestie, like basically. No worries. Like, no worries. <laughs> he's like, no worries. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this special edition emergency Jimmy Butler episode. And if you guys think Jimmy Butler should be on the Wizards and you want to fight somebody, at Quentin, okay? Do not at me. I, you know what? Last night, I spent way too much time on Twitter fighting with these people. And at me. Yeah, at, me. at, at Trey. <laughs> at Trey. At Mr. Real Perfect. And you can at Quentin at T-O-Q-M. You can at me at Becca MVP. I don't know why you would want to fight me, but if you do, come at me, bro. Like, whatever. And <laughs> you've been listening to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts, and we will see you soon. See ya. Locked On Podcast ads 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.